Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back here, live, coast to coast, border to border on our big program. The fantastic Nile Nickel is with us today. Yes, that Nile Nickel. And uh, Nile, what do you have for us this week? I always love some of the things that you talk about, my friend. Well, I certainly have a few different stories for you today. I figured we need to lighten up. So, you know, while I'm going to talk about technology and primarily a focus on social media, yes, I thought I'd throw you a few different things. So if okay. you're interested... You ready to go? Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so there happened to be a woman who was recently scammed out of thousands of dollars in an international romance scam. Now, this story is not strange so far, right? So the woman met a man on Instagram. Uh, still, we're on track. Oh, yeah. He claimed to be a Russian astronaut working aboard the International Space Station. Uh, the two met, and I say met because they, they come together on Instagram and started chatting and messaging in June. The astronaut, or so-called astronaut, told the woman he loved her and proposed to her. He told her they could get married when he returned to Earth. The problem was he didn't have enough money for the landing fees and the rocket expenses to return to Earth. So the woman sent That's awesome. five payments totaling about $30,000 to get him back to Earth and pay the landing fees. That is awesome. Um, and everything was very good. She was all excited until he started to ask for more. And then she said, maybe I should contact the police about this one. That is fantastic. So uh, just in case you get an astronaut asking you for money to get home, probably a scam. <laughs> How did you come across this story, brother? <laughs> Well, you know, you say, I comb the Internet. I comb all of the stories, the news sites, the press sites, and everything else to find all these interesting stories. And, of course, we're not done yet. <laughs> I'm just amazed. Yet. I'm just amazed. What, 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 what else do you have in the, uh, as they say, have in the queue, my friend? So... You know, churches, especially Catholic churches, but also Southern Baptist churches, have had some issues lately with uh, with sort of inappropriate uh, relationships between primarily youth leaders and and uh, uh, the 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 church yes. attendees, the teens, yes. if you will. Yes. So it turns out, a few days uh, after a Baptist church youth pastor named Corey Wall, handed out a sticker uh, that became very popular. In fact, it started making the rounds on social media. Uh, anyway, the sticker led him to being placed on administrative leave. So are you ready for the sticker? What do you got? I love heart, hot youth pastors. And, wow. Uh, he, he said, you know, it, it was really to poke fun at, at you know, what he called the I love hot mom culture. He admitted that the joke was 
a mistaken and poor taste. But maybe the most egregious part of the problem is the church claimed the stickers were merely offensive to some. (laughs) That's a little bit concerning because the church (laughs) leaders were not offended by it. (laughs) But needless to say, he's on administrative leave trying to determine if he's really a hot youth pastor and, and he's, he's really loving. <laughs> I tell you, you have got some in uh, just incredible stuff. It is Nile Nickel. We are having a hell of a lot of fun today with the fantastic Nile Nickel. And uh, you can find him on the Twitter machine at Nile Nickel. He, of course, is uh, our technology guru. Um, he is also quite the, uh, quite the uh, racing reporter as well. And uh, a little bit later on, as, as, as we end our segment here, I will, uh, I, I will tell Niall and the rest of us about my, um, my, my, my odd uh, legal case from a couple weeks ago. But uh, So, Niall, what else do you have for us this week, my friend? Well, you know, Apple's come out with a new iPhone, and, of course, that means it's you know, got more features, a better camera, yes. more memory, it's faster and all of that. But they put a new feature in the phone. Now, I want you to tell me, I think this feature sounds like a pretty good feature to have. But the new feature is that if the phone detects a car crash, it will notify emergency services immediately. Oh, wow. Sounds like a good idea. That sounds like a tremendous idea, but I'm sure it's either going to get abused or there's some sort of shenanigans that is going to take place. (laughs) Well, I know my wife, the number of times she drops her phone, and, and who knows, phone drops may trigger this. We'd have 911 camping out at our house, but we'll just leave that one alone. <laughs> turns, that out, awesome. turns out that, uh, that all of a sudden in Warren County, Ohio, all of a sudden they started to get all sorts of crash detection calls from people that were riding the Kings Island roller coaster. That is fantastic. It goes 91 miles an hour down, 300 feet, and then zips back up. Well, that was enough to trigger the emergency alert on the iPhone 14. Well, it turns out that they're not the only one. There's a 12-story Joker roller coaster at Six Flags uh, Great American near Chicago, and it seems that uh, all of a sudden they're getting lots of new 911 calls. So, uh, gosh, wow. maybe they might have to block that feature on the iPhone 14 or or at least uh, triangulate where they're getting the 911 calls to see if it's on a, a roller coaster. That is fantastic. <laughs> it is Niall Nickel. He's with us today here on our big program. So, uh Okay. What what else do you have here? I'm looking at this list, and I'm just amazed by some of the things I'm seeing here. I told you we're going to have some fun today. Yes, yes. Well, car thefts around the country have been been going up, but it turns out, particularly in St. Louis, they have been skyrocketing. And uh, it, it turns out that St. Louis, uh, they think they've got to the bottom of the problem here. And so they have filed lawsuits against Kia and Hyundai for allegedly making defective cars that make them easier to steal. So okay. you have to recognize here that the problem is not the the perpetrators, the thieves. It's the car that 
it, that's really the problem. So uh, it turns out that evidentially the city leaders think it's a car, and uh, the car manufacturers obviously have to be to blame. But it turns out the social media trend that challenges people to steal certain models of Kia and Hyundai's made between 2010 and 2021 uh, is called the Kia Boys uh, hashtag. And, and, you know, you see these things on on uh, TikTok and a number of other places. But it turns out they show you how you could steal these cars with just a USB cable and a screwdriver. Well, the city's not going to have that, so here comes the lawsuit, and everybody's scratching their head trying to figure out how the car company's responsible, but needless to say, we'll hear more about it as it weaves through the system in court. That is amazing. It is Niall Nickel. He joins us today here in a broadcast. He is Always got all the various things going on. So, so what, what, what else do you have for us, my friend? I got two more stories that I think you're okay. going to like. First off, there is a, a new floating home that a company called Ocean Builders has put together. It's called the Sea Pod. And it's three and a half floors, more than 300 square foot of living space, all housed about seven and a half feet above the waves. And uh, they recently had, it's a $1.5 million floating home, by the way, and they, they recently premiered their prototype. They had a, a, an event that they rolled it out. Uh, there was only one problem in this floating home. It started to sink. <laughs> that is fantastic. So the company said that, you know, they have this uh, this really fancy home. It's eco-restorative. It's It's all this stuff, but they said, Gosh, at this uh, event, we experienced a ballast tank and pumping system malfunction, which caused flooding in the jacuzzi spa, and this flooding quickly passed through other areas of the floating home and caused what we're referring to as the tilt. But it didn't sink. (laughs) So you might want to be careful if you buy a floating home to make sure that it really does float. That is tremendous. It is Nile. Can you imagine having a big event, all sorts of media there? They're on the boat enjoying, you know, hors d'oeuvres, champagne, <laughs> and people start running for the dock because the boat is sinking. Uh, can't imagine it. <laughs> well, can't imagine it. So, the, uh, yes, go ahead, my friend. The, the other thing that I got to tell you is police are now using DNA to catch criminals. Well, I I don't think that's a new story. We've heard about that before. But now they're using that DNA to generate 3D images of the suspects that they've never seen. Um, And uh, it turns out the Edmond Police Service um, has shared some computer-generated imagery of different suspects that's created with what they call DNA phenotyping. And from... They basically take DNA from a crime scene, they put it through this phenotyping system, and it generates an image of the suspect. Now, they don't know the age of the suspect in most cases, um, so that's a little bit of a problem. And they don't know if there's any, you know, you know, beards, mustaches, what the haircut looks like, if there's any scars or anything else. But they are now publishing images of these suspects uh, to, to be arrested and interrogated based on a DNA 
basically created image of what they suspect the person will look like. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this 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 takes uh, uh, crime fighting to the next level, I guess. But uh, I just can't imagine how many people get hauled in because they might somewhat resemble this computer-generated image. Now, I do have to say, awesome. this company, the company's called Parabon Nanolabs, that creates these images, um, and they've been able to solve some crimes using this technology. And if you look at the image that they generated and the, the suspect that was actually arrested uh, and later found guilty, it turns out they, the images are really pretty accurate. But, uh, you know, not knowing the age or anything else, I can't imagine the number of false positives you're going to get on that. It is Niall Nickel. He's with us today here on our big program. And uh, I just always enjoy Niall Nickel and some of the different things that uh, he's involved in. But uh, I have got, before we, before we let Niall go today, I have got to tell you about my recent... Um, I guess we'll, we'll call it a legal case because that's what it was. It was more or less a uh, well, I'm all ears. bunch of shenanigans, as, as I like to say. But uh, there was a gentleman who fairly recently decided that he didn't like us criticizing him on the Internet. And so he decided he was going to file a PFA in a, uh, in a court um, that was three hours away from where I'm currently located. <laughs> And uh, so we went ahead and got a hold of the, the this, this this court system. Um, first of all, they they I've been through this kind of before with some other folks, and usually they have to serve you paperwork. But apparently, what happened in this case is they just tacked a note to my door and said you've been served, and then they mailed me something in the mail and said I've been served. I don't quite think that's legal, but we went ahead and um, did it anyway. So we went to uh, we went to court. We had got a hold of them, and we said, "Oh, I'm not driving three hours for this. I'm just not." So <laughs> we went ahead, and they granted us the ability to do Zoom. So we zoomed in, um, and <laughs> the person that uh, took us to court, Terrence Anthony Hayes, which is his legal name. Um, he had all sorts of things that uh, he was trying to play recordings in court, and they didn't work, and then he was fast-forwarding through things. And then when the judge kept telling him, he says, you know, I can't grant this because you've not really presented any evidence here, and most of the things that you have presented are First Amendment freedom of speech. And uh, so he snaps and says he's going to sue everybody in the court, including the judge. And then my Zoom feed got cut, and I'm like, what the hell happened? And so I emailed the person that was in charge of the Zoom feed, as this judge's assistant or whatever, and she gets back with me, and she goes, oh, the judge is not going to grant the case. He threw everything out. He fined Terrence Hayes, threw him out of court, and uh case is over, and he instructed me to cut the feed. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so, so. Before you continue, I just have to ask. So, is it over? That's the big question. Is it over? Well, supposedly, uh, this guy has told a whole bunch of people 
that he's going to be filing defamation uh, lawsuits against me. But the issue with that is I don't think he has the budget to hire an attorney. And I think you have to hire an attorney to file a defamation lawsuit. So, well, I think it's court, over. But the, the court probably wouldn't be very uh, open and welcoming <laughs> to uh, another type of suit. No. It's amazing. Uh, I, I know of a very similar thing that went on for six years. Oh, really? And it, it, it was filed, dismissed, filed, dismissed, filed, dismissed, and finally the judge says, listen, you're arguing the same thing multiple ways, and if you bring another one in here, here's what's going to happen. And just read them the riot act. And interestingly enough, after that, when all of a sudden they had skin in the game, everything seemed to stop. <laughs> well, you know, I had a um, similar situation happen. Uh, oh, God, this had to be... Well, this had to be, God, at least 15, 20 years ago now, um, where two of my family members uh, were bickering and feuding over um, inheritance. And uh, one of them wanted all of it, and the other was more than willing to split it. And the one that wanted all of it went through every single lawyer and every single judge in McPherson County in, in uh, McPherson, Kansas. And they finally got back to the first judge that they had seen, and he said, here's the deal. You've ran through all the lawyers, and we've ran through all the judges. If you don't settle and just agree to take half, we're just going to reward the whole thing to the other person. And then magically, they settled. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. Real heartfelt message here. If you don't have a will and you've got children... And uh, and you don't want to see literally their relationships damaged, destroyed, completely. Yeah. Put a will together. Yes. Seriously. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Because I this story that you're telling is so common <laughs> that it's almost the matter of what happens. I mean, yes. it just happens. It just it just happens. Well, Niall, before we let you go, my friend, how do we get in touch with you online and all the various places? You know, I love to hear from all of our listeners. You could get me on, as you said, Twitter, at Nile Nickel, and that's Nile just like the river, Nickel just like the coin. If Twitter's not your game, go to Facebook. Get me on Nile Nickel's Top Technology Tips. Always happy to talk to any of the listeners. Well, Nile, I appreciate it, my friend, and I will uh, talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. I look forward to it. Appreciate it. There he goes. Fantastic, Nile Nickel. That is that. We are going to wrap things up. For this segment, we've got more coming up on the other side. Do you suffer from depression? Well, you don't have to. Not anymore. Finally, a non-prescription medical breakthrough. It's the Jiggy Jaguar Show. JiggyJaguar.com We are back here on the Jiggy Jaguar Show speaking with Alan Levy from blogtalkradio.com. Uh, how long has Blog Talk been around? Blog Talk has been uh, around for the uh, extended length of time of three weeks. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes, it's, it's gotten a heck of a lot of traffic. Uh, give us some background, first of all, on how you get involved with uh, this website. Okay. Well, I, I have been... Not blogging 
but maybe about a six to eight months, I, I yeah. following up on it. I'm a telecom guy from my background, and I started going through all these blogs, and I looked at Technorati, and I see there's something like 50 million blogs being 100,000 a day being created, which is just enormous. And I say, you know, it's interesting, these blogs, but they're, they're flawed in a way, because the way people are blogging, they're all historical in nature. You, you, you write a blog, and people who do blogs, of course, are individuals that have a point of view, and they have a passion for what they, they believe, and that's all great, but it's historical. So I was thinking, well, how, well, how neat would it be if these people that spend their day blogging and, and expressing their point of view can actually engage their audience in a live manner and then podcast it, create a podcast without his archives for, uh, you know, for, for them at a later date? Well, I'll tell you, it's a uh, it's an interesting, interesting website. I I came across it actually. I was listening to uh, Opie and Anthony on XM Radio, and they were talking yeah. about uh, a story. They they go back and forth with Howard Stern on a regular basis, and they mentioned something, and I went to Google it, and I came across this uh, link that said you could be the next Howard Stern, and I clicked That's on correct. it, and it was some guy talking about your website, and I got to looking at it, and it it looked very, very interesting. Um, with the, is it ever going to have, uh, I understand, well, actually, I'll, I'll let you explain. How exactly does Blog Talk Radio work? I will I'll be more than happy. Let me ask you that, by open answer, did they didn't mention Blog Talk Radio, they just mentioned, did they mention Blog Talk Radio? Or? No, they just, they, they were talking about Howard Stern, and I was trying to Google certain terms, trying to figure out I uh, see. you guys, and, or trying to figure out what they were talking about, and it came across, I guess Howard Stern was one of the, one of the key words that brought up that blog post. Yes. And well, I, 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 yeah, I was talking to, uh, I got to look at the website, and I totally forgot what the hell I was even bothering with, because it was so interesting. Well, thank you. Well, you know, the blog, it was a CNET article that was last week, and it was entitled, you know, you could, you know, the ne- be the next Howard Stern on Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. And so it was really cool, and it was a great review, and you can go to CNET and hit Blog Talk Radio, and you'll get the, you'll pick up that article. Or on our blog, uh, you can pick it up, which is at blogtalkradio.blogspot.com. And so let me just give you a little background on kind of how it works. So, I indicated to you, I told you, I said that Blog Talk Radio essentially extends the blog by allowing two things to occur. Number one is a live interaction with the host. Yeah. 
talk radio, like Rush Limbaugh, for example, has more than a million listeners a yeah. day. He only has eight phone lines coming in. That's yeah. all. Most people listen. Most people don't call in. Yeah. So we have five phone lines, and it's perfectly fine. Five people can speak on the phone at once. Obviously, that may not be necessarily a, a talk radio format. That could be five college kids collaborating on a homework assignment if they want. Yeah. Or, or high school or wherever, right? You have five lines. Like it's essentially a conference call. But the reason why it's talk radio is because we we have uh, most people listen, and that's why the format here is also unlimited streaming capability. Wow. So that, I agree with you. That's another thing that, that I, I was going to bring up, and that is the unlimited streaming. There is so much uh, crap going on with these bandwidth providers where a lot of them are just raking people over the coals. Yeah. And they've taken a lot of the hobbyists that used to do Internet radio and taken it out of it. And a lot of them have went to podcasting. And, you know, we do a podcast. I know a lot of people who have podcasts, and mm-hmm. they do a good job. And then there's a lot of them that it's just garbage, and it's kind of like blogs. There, there's a lot of good bloggers out there, and then there's a lot of them that are just telling me about what they ate for lunch yesterday. <laughs> and you're going to get that just at some time, but you're right. I mean, I, I view the blogosphere, because I'm, I'm not a noted blogger. In fact, I have a blog that has nine. There's only nine links to our blog, and we're going to buy a best piece, because each of the hosts has their own blog they can use in Blog Club Radio yeah. on the host channel, so you can get feedback on Really, they're more like show notes. You get feedback on, on what's going on in the show. So, but the blogosphere is a world of have and have not. I mean, yeah. let's face it, there's maybe 50 people or 50 sites that have an audience, and there's something like 49 million that don't. Yeah. But Blog Club Radio is a platform. I mean, my sense of this is that there's, there's a Rush Limbaugh, there's a Howard Stern, there's a Bill O'Reilly, or Sean Hannity, or Outback, and whoever, name your talk show, or Oprah, name your noted how many other people are out there that have the ability to be in a South Stern or a wrestling ball or whatever it may be, but don't have the platform? Yeah. It's, that is. it's like, is, is there only life on Earth in the entire solar system? <laughs> Probably not, right? Yeah. You can't prove it, but I'll tell you this. I, I, I guarantee there are people out there that have huge amount of skill that just didn't have the platform, and it was prohibitively expensive to become on the, on the radio. Yeah. So that's what Black Talk Radio is hopefully going to have. I mean, I'm focused on content here. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's a, uh, it's a very, very interesting website. I, Alan Levy is our guest. BlackTalkRadio.com is the website. Um, with the explosion, I guess, of alternative media, whether it be podcasts or the be internet radio, um, a lot of the criticism that I'm sure you're going to get and probably have had thrown at you is the fact that it's all done over the telephone and you can't, you know, hook something into your computer and, you know, take calls that way and go back and forth. Is there ever going to be a situation where you're going to go towards that route of making it available to where your average Internet guy can do it or is it going to be strictly this is something new and that's what we're doing and we're not going to adapt for anybody else? Well, Number one, I mean, to answer your last question, point, we are certainly listening to what our audience wants to, to see here. I mean, we, we 
are going to be creating a forum that should be up within two weeks, and that forum is going to let us know. People are going to say, hey, we like this and we like that. Already within um, three weeks of going live, we've made multiple changes to the site based on a lot of feedback that we've gotten from
standard number situation. I know that yeah. there's a lot of people that um, they they notice the blog talk thing on our website, and they're like, you know, this is interesting, and then they went into the different discussions about things, and I've got emails from tons of people yeah. about it. And they're like, the one complaint I have is that you don't have an 800 number. Now, I realize that it's a new site. Also, the fact that Internet people, I've noticed just in the, like, six years that I've been involved with Internet broadcasting yeah. and everything, if people can get something for free, they will. And the minute you charge them a penny, they're gone in droves. <laughs> well, it's interesting. You know, that, that's definitely something that we've given thought to, and, and we're, we're uh, changing a little. Number one, you know, five years ago, of course, blocking really didn't exist, and the web was in a much more primitive stage. But the other thing that was primitive was the the uh, the ability to, to the access to unlimited calling plans that yeah. didn't exist. But today, everyone's on it. You can go to Vonage for oh, $4.99. Yeah. It's unlimited. So either you're on Vonage or you're on Cablevision or Comcast, or you're even on your your left, your all box. Yeah. Everyone has a limited plan. So if you don't have an unlimited plan, I suggest you get one. Yeah. But they're, they're all over. But I think what we will do is for those hosts that really can drive traffic, we may offer an 800 number. You know, you reach a certain yeah. number of listeners, we'll post an 800 number to your site. That's cool. Because, you know, they're always going to be generating, you know, we have a revenue model. I, I, we didn't talk about it, but uh, that's something we're going to get into that that's okay, fine. That's so Yeah, they do, they do the Google ads, but a lot of them 
time they're making to blogging. Yeah. Now, of course, it's a passion, and they have a point of view, and they love it, and that's why they blog. And then hopefully they can figure out a revenue model down the road. Now, with Block Talk Radio, with our model, we have contextual advertising. We're sharing the advertising with the host. But what's really interesting about this revenue model is it's highly targeted advertising, this is, which is where things are going. Let me give you a very good example. Okay. Let's assume Tom Weisikoff, who's a, let's say, doctor. Uh, you know, he's a senior, he's, he's probably 60 years old, he's a great doctor. Oh, yeah. And so he, he decides he wants to, he has a blog, got a big audience, got 10,000 subscribers to his blog. He wants to do a blog show. And he wants to come on once a week for an hour, Wednesday night, whenever he wants it, and does a show. He's going to pull a lot of listeners in. And we're going to pull a lot of listeners, push a lot of listeners to him through our, our promo and our, our programming guide. He does his blog show, and we're going to advertise for Callaway, for Nike, and Tireless. We're going to advertise those, those, those companies that are purely targeted to that demographic of his listener. So, where in the old days, in, in terrestrial radio, advertisers are paying, you know, for a tenth of one percent of a hundred thousand, you yeah. know, listeners, we can give you five hundred or a thousand people interested in golf. Wow. Therefore, the, yeah. the model is, is so much more efficient. I'll tell you, it's a, uh, how does the end of the ad process work from a uh, broadcaster blog? After, I guess you'd say, uh, standpoint. How do we, you know, how does it work? Well, that's kind of the details we're working now. We're, you know, we're working through the technology. You know, we're, we're obviously right now, before an air, before a, a radio show comes on, there's a prompt that says, you know, live talk radio. And, you know, maybe we'll run a, a minute, a half a minute intro ad. And then, you know, the 15 minute or the 20 minute, we'll run another minute. Yeah. You know, the host has to go to the bathroom too, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we give them a break, and then maybe at the end we run a minute. And then, of course, the podcast, and those ads are played again. So, you know, we've got to work out that. One thing I know is that we're going to take care of that on our end. Yeah. In other words, make it easy, because I don't want to have the host scrambling around and, you know, doing live ads, and, you know, they're not going to do that. But we actually have to figure out a way to, in a preference page, give Give bloggers, you know, that we start math when we start into a revenue model, give them an ability to uh, select the types of uh, host, uh, advertisers they want. Yeah. You know, well, um, another thing that I noticed, um, and I don't know if it was the newsletter I got when I first signed up or if it was on the website, but yeah. something that made Alternacast one of the biggest things going until they decided well, we can't make any money, and we are not going to bother to try to figure out a way to make money. So we're just going to we're going to start charging the broadcaster a huge amount of fee, and then yeah. throw basically everybody away. Um, with the rating system, they had a top twenty or top ten, uh, as they called them, top jockeys, which I mm-hmm. think that I don't know where the word came from. Okay. I'm sure somebody in the boardroom got it up, but yeah, they did a. Um, they did a top ten show list, and yeah. they encouraged people to, you know, go for the gold, basically. Go, go, yeah. go be the number one show. 
But they never really did anything in terms of rewarding people. And I noticed earlier when you said something about the most person shows would get uh, an 800 number and they'd get other incentives. And yes. Well, how exactly are you going to, with the rating system, because it's been something that's been talked about, how is that going to work, actually? Okay. Well, there's a couple of things. Again, that's one of the things that we are learning about as we're developing the platform. We are going to be putting a top ten list on our homepage. So our homepage is going to have two. If you go to our homepage at blogspotradio.com, you'll see a featured show page, which shows how to edit his choices. Like the Los Angeles Police Department is coming on for the first time on Sunday. We've got some other top shows, and, and there's probably requests to to block the radio and say, "Hey, look, can I come on the homepage?" Like Mike Trainer is a, a big comedian on MySpace, and so he's, yeah. he's on the homepage for the next week or so. So we have featured shows, but then we're going to also have the top ten shows. These are the top ten shows that are listened to. So we calculate the number of listeners per show. Yeah. And we make that information available to each of our hosts as well. So you know how many listeners you've had after your show ends. So we will, we will let a report, we will post to our site the top ten blog shows. Yeah. And that's, that's to answer your question is a, it, it is an important thing. It's, it's one we're doing. Now, there's two other things that we're doing that I think are important. Number one, we're going to, like Google has a, a filtering system where you can say to Google, Search, you know, moderate, uh, I have a safe search on, I have safe search off, or it's moderate search. Yeah. So because there's, look, in, in, the, in the evenings, people are using it. There's some comedians that are a little raw, and uh, there's other stuff going on. I, I, I don't want to limit it. Of course, there's certain things that we can accept and we can't accept, but we feel that it's important to allow the user of Blockbuster Radio when they first come on the site to kind of set their preferences. Yeah. What country you live in? Because we have 25 countries signed up for this for oh, the yeah. two days, by the way. Wow. 25. Everywhere from uh, the UK, Germany, to Swaziland, and Brooklyn Island, believe it or not. Wow. Chile, Latin America. I mean, the Latin American was huge. Yeah. So we want to offer a filter, and, and then once you get past the filter, then we're going to have, which is what I think is going to be very important, user-generated ratings. Like you okay. see on YouTube. Oh. People are going to rate the shows. I'm not rating them, but, but, but people will rate them. Okay. And that, that, is an, that is an interesting uh, thing because, of, like I was saying earlier with the Alternacast thing, their whole, they did a, a rating system, but a lot of their ratings you could rig. There were certain things you could do, stay on longer. Um, they had three lines. So essentially, you could have two people call in, and they just put you on hold, and then they just have one open line. And there were certain ways that they could just rig the crap out of these ratings. And I like the fact that it's a rating system, but the minute I saw that, it just freaked me out because I thought, oh, you're going to get somebody on there that's going to go, oh, hey, there's a way I can rig the system. But with a YouTube concept, that's that's not possible. No, it is, but... You know, you have to do a lot of work to get it to be that way. And I don't think there's a lot of people that yeah, are doing that. Internet radio that are going to bother. Well, we see, by the way, you know, there was some usual facts. We see what IP addresses people are, are, are posting from. So, you know, with all of the, the back-end data capability now, you know, that's not a problem. But I don't envision that being an issue. I think it's important that we have the shows rated. 
end of the day, I mean, my objective here is to really build content. I mean, we have 189 shows uh, three weeks, and there's some shows that were started in the first week, because when we came out on TechCrunch, which was a very big site that had something like 90,000 feeds, we didn't have the archive up yet. You know, so uh-huh. it's an interesting story, but without the archive and podcasting, it's, it's not as nearly as interesting. Yeah. So we, we're going to be attracting a lot of hosts. I mean, if people that I'm speaking to, it's like a perfect example for this is a politics. Yeah. You conduct your, you, go, you can conduct panel meetings. Oh, yeah. You know? You have your own page on, on Blackbook Radio. It doesn't cost anything. You have your picture. You've got a link to your blog. With all politicians have from from Al Gore to Hillary Clinton to whoever else. Yeah. You can have your your town hall meeting. People can call you up with questions. They can IM you questions. You have unlimited listeners, and then you have it saved. Yeah. Perfect meeting. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, two other two other questions I have before we let you go. Um, yeah. One being. Are you going to try to market? Uh, you, you said something about providing content. Once you get the, the uh, top ten or whatever in place and the featured shows and, and get everything there like you want it, um, are you going to try to market certain people to bring in outside advertising? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the plan here for sure is to drive m- m- more traffic to block up radio. And, yeah. and as we, this, these two months, but they were already into the, the fourth week because we're very, yeah. we're very young. The next month or so, we'll be continuing to refine the product and the platform. Come September, we're going to be going out and doing a lot of press with the nationwide press. Oh, yeah. Media does not, not exist. This platform, yeah. it doesn't exist anywhere. Google, yeah. Yahoo, Skype, nobody. Uh, any of the big media players, because I think media people are really interested in this. Because it's oh, yeah. the platform for media. And much more diverse programming, right? Oh, yeah. So we're going to get a lot of press, uh, I believe. Certainly we hope to. But I, I, we will also bring in some special guests, some big name people, pay them a fee, let's say, whatnot, and bring them on and, and attract people to the site. So I think a lot of the blood like XM and Sirius and some of these other places. No, well, not like that. I mean, I may not pay to have them do regular, regularly scheduled shows. Maybe, oh, okay. you know, it depends. I think it's more like, you know, where there'll be a guest on one of my shows, but I'm a guest on your show. Oh, that's not a bad idea. You know, I, I interview somebody and, and promote it and get somebody, get, you know, get more and more people to the site, yeah. and there's more and more use for this, this application. People come on and say, wow, this is a great idea. And then you're telling people if you have your show on this, yeah. that's how, you know, I hope to grow it virally. That's cool. That's the best way to go. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great idea. A lot better than, than, like, going out and paying Snoop Dogg out of his own, you know, blog show and just have the core audience of Snoop Dogg fans going to the website. Yeah, it's going to look cool. Oh, yeah, we got all these, we all these Snoop yeah. Dogg fans. But we don't want that. I, I don't want that. I, I really don't. I want it. I love the diversity of the genres. I mean, we have 30 to 40 genres that are out here right now. Yeah. So. It's a it's a great thing. Uh, my last question is basically dealing with the the actual setup of blog talk. You you've got things set up in segments. Um, I understand it, but for the people that are signing up or 
you know, are checking us out and everything. Yeah. Um, how exactly does the whole segment situation work? There's well, what happens is that we come to the I think so. Well, you come on and you, the way it works is very easy. Let's say you want to become a host of like there's two people. You have hosts and you have listeners. Yeah. First, let's talk about hosts. You go to blogspotradio.com, you create a host account. Yeah. You create a host account, very easy, you know, very easy to fill in. You put in your display name, your first name, username, password. Select an IM platform so people can IM you questions. Yeah. Select your country, language, email addresses, and so on. You have a description of your show, and uh, you put up uh, an image or a logo of your of your blog or of yourself, yeah. and then you can describe your show, and you want to put something in there that's descriptive, that people get excited by it, you know, not something that's dull and boring, and of course, we offer you a link to your blog, so, so that's very important, so we can, so people from Blast of Radio, go visit your host channel, which is created by putting all this information into our system, and then they can get to your personal blog, which is very important. Yeah. Once you fill out the, once you become a, now you're a registered host of Blackbook Radio. Then you go with, you'll be automatically, excuse me, directed into a, what's called a host dashboard. Okay. And the host dashboard is where you can create a show. And you can create shows right now. You create a show, you select the show, uh, the segment name of what you'd like to cover. Yeah. You can select the, the time that you'd like the show to, to run. So a show can run 30, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or 60 minutes. Many people run 15 minute shows when they're just testing out the system. Yeah. Then you select the genre. What is it? What are you talking about? Is it blogging? Is it art? Is it finance? Is it legal? And then put some tags in there. Because we have people who do searches through Blackbook Radio by tag. So they want to see a tag on radio or internet radio. That'll be a tag that people can search Blackbook Radio and your, your name, your host name, or your, your show will come up. You don't select the date you'd like to do your show. Total flexibility. You have four weeks in advance, but you can say that I'd like to do my show Friday, Friday evenings at 10 p.m. for the next four weeks. Okay. Click on the box right on the calendar. Put in the time you'd like the show. We modified it now. Where that if you're in a U.S. citizen, if you're in the U.S., your IP address comes from the U.S., you're going to be seeing your shows in A.M. P.M. as opposed to 24 hour. Okay. And and once you once you set now your show is set up, and when your show occurs on that time, you dial into the number that's included in your profile, yeah. put in your PIN number, and away you go. Wow. You're live on air. <laughs> And people in your pop open the little host switchboard we built, which essentially controls who's calling in. You'll see your number, yeah. and you'll see people calling in. You can mute them. You can have four people on, on the line at once. You can have one on the line. Wow. And then there's an on-air button that comes on your home page, and you're ready to uh, listen to what's on-air. Dang. <laughs> That's How long did it take you to, How long did it take you to come up with this idea? Well, we've been working on the back end, it's, it's probably been around four or five months. Yeah. That's it, that's it. You know, a lot of effort, a lot of effort went into kind of creating the platform. We knew what we wanted with it. It seems like, you know, we want, look, we're not, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm an accountant by trade, okay? I'm not a, 
I need things that are very easy to understand. And that's why we've kind of created a platform like this where it's very easy to, to, to kind of maneuver. But it's different. Let's understand it. It's not, yeah. you know, we know what to do with the radio. You turn it on. You change the station. We've had them our whole lives. You know, Blackbook radio is just a new medium. It's a critical time for people. But once you're in it, I don't know. You, you're set, you have a show scheduled, I think. Yeah, I'm going to try to do something Sunday. So that's terrific. I think it's going to be great. Have you put the promo button on your blog? Uh, yeah, no, I'm working. I'm going to do all that tonight. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.